Hey, 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 you guys. Thank you all so much for being back on Black Canvas Season 9. We have an amazing guest here on, on this episode who I'm really, really excited to have on. His name is Tatimius, and he is a Maryland-based dance music artist, actor, and model. He is an international multi-award winning entertainer and creative innovator. Known around the globe for his dance music and domestically and abroad, he has worked with some of the industry's biggest names, including Fantasia, um, Chrisette Michelle, Little Kim, Little Mo, Pat Benatar, Pat LaBelle, Crystal Waters, just to name a few. He's been nine times on a Grammy ballot. He's a Grammy voting member a lead actor in a TV series. He's also been a contestant on NBC's America's Got Talent TV show. He's also been featured on Fox's Empire TV show, featured on E! Channel's Rich Kids of Beverly Hills TV show, and is a 14-time Indie Music Channel Awards winner. Septimius has a magnetic personality and a flair for fashion, which has announced his permanent presence on the music scene. He is here to stay confident and charismatic with an infectious boatload of charm felt by his team all the way to his fans is the foundation of Satimius's brand. Working with a multitude of producers, Satimius's creations include infectious beats and catchy songs that continually repeat through a person's mind that are inspired by ancient European style with a blend of dance music, hip hop, pop, and rock, with a style reminiscent of many of the likes of Will I Am, CeeLo Green, Michael Jackson, Prince, Madonna, Lady Gaga, as well as Pitbull. Satimius has performed in front of audiences and small lounges, as well as large stadiums. He is currently being featured on several TV shows, radio stations, and as well as magazines worldwide. And I'm just so excited to have him here as a guest on the show. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, can you hear me? I can hear you perfectly. Perfect, there you go, yes, yes, yes. thank you. I, I, I was listening to you reading, I was like, wow, who is that guy? <laughs> I think it's the amazing guy that I'm interviewing. That's who it is. <laughs> so I am just excited, first of all, to get to know you better outside of just the show. And so I want y'all to know, like I said, he has been a consummate professional, someone who has been open-minded and saying, hey, I want to be on this show. And he's been a loyal listener and has become a fan of the show. And I'm a fan of his. So this is just going to be a fanning out moment for both of us to be on here together. I'm excited. <laughs> me too, me too. All right. So, so Timmy, so I created some questions for you and I wanted to kind of dive deep into them. So if you're ready, I want to kind of ask you some intimate questions, which I think will be really helpful for your fans to really support you and learn more about your story. Definitely. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. So the first question I have for you, um, when we think of entering a new modeling gig, can you describe how do you build relationships with the creative team as well as fellow models? for anyone who's interested in wanting to go into that field. Definitely, yeah, what I always say to people, like, you know, some people always want to know the higher ups when it comes to a modeling gig, but the important thing is to actually know your peers. 
like the production staff and fellow models, because that's where you get referrals from. That's where you get um, automatic bookings for modeling and you get uh, a much faster respect in the industry um, as when you network side by side instead of set networking upward. I love that. And I think that's a great point. Like you said, just kind of being aware of the industry because modeling is one of those industries for sure. It's shifted definitely over the last 50 to 60 years for what we look for is, and there's different types of modeling. So there's commercial modeling, which I think is a big one. There's fashion models like runway models, um, print work. There's a lot of different components to it. Um, there's whole couture. Um, when we talk about different types of clothing, which is more higher in, and then we have like a lot of people make, like I said, a lot of money with, with TV commercial work with modeling as well. When we think like the JC Penney's and I remember when I was younger watching like Kmart and stuff online and just thinking of these type of, you know, models that are really doing successful things um, in the industry. So I do want to ask you a hard question, which I think <laughs> can be fun as well. But can you tell us about your most difficult photo shoot? Did you ever have one that was like really difficult for you? Yeah, you know, you definitely get those. <laughs> um, it, you actually, it's difficult when you run across a uh, photographer or director or, or producer that has a certain vision in mind. And to live up to those expectations sometimes um, is really hard. Like one time we had to do a uh, underwater photo shoot. And I do know how to swim, fortunately, but to actually be photographed like you're not underwater and like you're not trying to breathe and like, <laughs> like you're not, <laughs> and you're not trying to fix your face and, and, and your hair and your body frame. It was really, really difficult. But um, after many, many, many frames of, of photography and snapshots, we, we were able to get a few, but you're talking about being underwater, trying to breathe, trying to pose and trying to look like you're not underwater and about 500 pictures, you may get about six. <laughs> but that was a really, really hard shoot, a hard shoot for me. But um, that's what the, the director wanted. That's what they that's what they want, that's what they envisioned. And I got selected for it and I had to make it work. Wow. What kind of America's Next Time model shoot was that? <laughs> oh yeah, it was yeah, it was it was, you know, because I'm used to runway modeling, you know. So doing a runway fashion show is really, really easy. Um, but that that particular shoot for modeling was uh, really difficult. And it was definitely some next tech model. I was like, is Tyra Banks punking me somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> but that's cool. And just speaking of top model, I remember I think it was season two when they did the underwater theme. I think something similar to that. So I'm just glad to like to, to hear, of course, there's different forms of modeling. But that definitely can be difficult, like you said, if you're not used to it or for someone who can't swim. Um, that would definitely be probably one of the hardest shoots for sure to even do. Exactly. Yep, exactly. Mm -hmm. Wow. So I do want to kind of ask you, this might be just a regular question that many people can answer, but for me, I know it'd be hard for me to answer. So I hope you can give me a great answer for this one. But what is the meaning of life for you? If you've kind of figured out what that means for you and do you feel like you're existing or living? Wow. Uh, yes. The meaning of life. That is probably a billion dollar question for the world. <laughs> but for me, I would say the meaning of life is, is being able to be at peace and be happy with no worries 
is the meaning of life for me. It's not money, the fortune, or fame, um, because those will come with issues all in itself. But when you're able to enjoy life and be happy and at peace, that is really, that's to me the meaning of life. Um, and uh, trying to live that or accomplish that is very, very hard because especially when you're in an industry where um, you, it's so fast paced, it's so superficial, it's so um, pronounced and copied and, 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 and idolized, um, it, it's hard to find that peace. Um, but that's what the meaning of life is for me. And I, that's what I'm hoping to get <laughs> through this whole journey. And I love that. And I feel like everyone's meaning can definitely fluctuate through life. I think there's times when maybe we felt that we were existing at some point and now I'm living. And I feel like you're living in your truth and you're doing stuff for yourself and you're helping so many people along the way. I think that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Because when it gets to the point where you feel like you're, you're just existing, I don't, that, that, that means I'm in the wrong lane and I'm, I'm, I'm chasing the wrong dream or I'm fulfilling the, the wrong uh, false happiness. So to me, um, I don't want it to exist. I just, I want it to be a reality where I'm just at peace and having fun and, and, and with no worries. I love that. that. That's great. And I think that's sage advice for people to hear. And speaking of like living, you've had an opportunity to work with such amazing artists that I shared earlier in your bio but if you had the opportunity to perform live with any artist in the top 40 at this time, who would you actually choose to sing with? Oh, wow. Top 40. Um, that's a good question because, of course, you know, because I'm, I'm an entertainer and I like productions, Beyonce is like the epitome of that. So, of course, being, being on the stage and performing with Beyonce will be phenomenal because I know it's going to be just past you know, singing and just having, you know, and then you know, going along with the music, but you're actually visual, you're having a visual experience. So that's, that would be my idol for right now in top 40 is Beyonce, because she's going to give you something that's going to be memorable. It's going to sound good, make you feel good, and it's going to look good. So that's, yeah, that's it. <laughs> I love it. So you're going to be breaking your soul while drinking lemonade in formation. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> There you go. I love that. And I think everyone loves Beyonce. I mean, I don't have a met someone who has it, you know, and anyone who doesn't must not know talent because she is definitely an amazing artist for sure. Exactly. Yeah. On all levels. Yeah. For sure. And so speaking of Grammys, because I'm Beyonce, of course, is the queen of Grammys. Um, do you remember where you were when you realized you were nominated for a Grammy? And can you tell us the impact of being a Grammy voter? Yeah, like last year, I got nominated for um, a, on a dance music al album that I was collaborating with uh, through Ten City, and um, I knew that the the group was nominated, but I never connected the fact that if you collaborate on a song that's on an album, that you are considered uh, the Grammy nominee as well. So I was, and when I found out, I was like, "What?" So I'm so busy con con congratulating them because you know by me being a voting member and and seeing how everyone gets the the public notification for nominations it, it flabbergasted me and i was just like oh my gosh i'm actually grammy nominated that's my voice on that album <laughs> so that was phenomenal but this year really shocked me because of course i love to collaborate with different artists um different genres and um and different you know just just different personalities and spirits 
And I did not know this year that the one of the producers I was worked with lended my vocals on an album that actually won a Grammy this year for best reggae album under the Kabaka Pyramid best reggae reggae song um, album. And I went from being just a nominated, uh, uh, you know, uh, mu- music artist to breaking news. I'm actually a part of the project of a Grammy winning best reggae album this year. <laughs> Congratulations. Yes, I'm really excited about that. Really excited. And then it blew my mind because um, I've always wanted my Grammy. And so my next step is to actually get a Grammy under me as as the artist instead of a collaborative artist. But it's definitely a first step. And being a part of the Grammys um, as a voting member gives me somewhat of a, of a connection with that because anyone, and that, I say this to everyone, anyone who's in the music industry, whether it's an artist or producer or engineer, writer, publisher, whatever, all need to go to Grammy.com and apply for membership because you can apply as an associate member or you can be a, a, become a voting member depending on your credentials. And once you submit that and they review it, if you get approved, then you then become a part of the Grammys as associate member or like myself, a voting member. Um, that way it gives you the opportunity to, to vote on every category every year that you're part um, for the, each Grammy season. And you get to submit your music to the board for the review um, for a particular, you know, for a possible Grammy nomination. Because I've been on the ballot nine times uh, for Grammy, but uh, as a solo artist under my name, but I've never been nominated under my name, but I'm getting there. All the, all the formula pieces are coming together and I, I see it forthcoming. And even though I'm a Grammy winning collaborative offer of artists, my solo one's coming too. <laughs> Most definitely. I feel like you have to speak that kind of stuff into existence and being aware of all the hard work you're putting, you're kind of paving a way for when you are on that stage holding the Grammy and actually accepting it. It just reminds me of some of my favorite artists. And I remember when they received their first Grammys and just that experience of standing on a stage and being able to thank the people who really helped get you to where you are. And so I can't wait to see it because then you can be like, hey, you can text me like, I want my Grammy. And I, I will be like so excited for you, especially to be on the main <laughs> stage and hold that Grammy. It's just, it's nothing like that, especially having your peers and people who you looked up to who are cheering you on. Exactly. Like, That's exactly. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> so speaking of like kind of experiences that we have and growing up and learning more about ourselves, I want you to kind of give me the answer to this one. If you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would you say to your younger self? Younger self was, but basically I would say as a child, uh, we don't have any fear and we try to find ourselves by, by involving ourselves in different types of, not all things in life to find out what our passion is. So my younger self would be definitely, when I used to second guess myself, well, I don't want to be a swimmer, or I don't want to be on a sports team, or I don't want to do music, or I don't want to do this, don't want to do that. If I would have told my younger self to go ahead and try each and every last one of those things, even music, um, to become a music artist, um, I think my, that my younger self 
what had much more earlier success than I, than I am experiencing now. So my younger self is don't have any fear, go for it. Even if it's weird and different or doesn't even feel right, try it anyway, because you may discover what your real passion and reward in life is going to be. Wow, I love that. And I feel like you said kind of going with reckless abandon almost. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Self-sabotage sometimes, yeah. Yeah, I mean, sometimes we have to go through that. Um, like Fantasia said, you have to lose to win. Yep. And exactly. I feel like that just creates um, a different dynamic in your life. And when I heard that you worked with her, I'm like, I love me some Fantasia. <laughs> Right. <laughs> she's so real so real <laughs> she is amazing person and artist from what i've heard i'm nothing but positive things about her so i love that all right yes. so you ready yes. for a fun game okay let's do it <laughs> so we're gonna do a this and a that game so i'm gonna ask you two different choices and then you can tell me which one would you choose of the two okay. all right so i kind of know the answer to the first one i'm gonna ask this one anyway Fashion designer or runway model? Ooh, definitely runway model. That, that being a fashion designer is not easy and it's not it's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about before I move to the next one, the money related to being fashion designer versus a runway model. Is there like a big discrepancy? It depends in, in like the amount you think you can make. I think fashion designers have a lot more opportunity to make a lot more money, um, but it's a lot of hard work. Fashion runway models, you know, if unless you're not in the top one percent, it's not a real career that's going to sustain you like a fashion designer would. Gotcha. So, like, yeah. if you're in Naomi Campbell, yes, <laughs> right. <laughs> or uh, was it? I think her name is Linda Evangelista. I think was the name I heard. Linda Evangelista. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so those people can can get out of bed, and you have to pay. But like for other people, it's like, or if you're Tyson Beckford. You know, those types of male models, um, Rob Evans, like just some exactly. of those. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> then you were talking about some some a nice profit, nice living. But other than that, that's supermodel versus a regular model. <laughs> gotcha. <Yeah. laughs> so let's talk about the next one. Singing your favorite song for the rest of your life or dancing with your favorite dancer all of the time. Oh, I would say singing my favorite song for the rest of my life. Yeah, I can do that. Because I kind of feel like I'm doing that now with my I Am Fashion song I've been doing for 12 years. <laughs> and I've heard it's a really great song. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, I would definitely do singing my song. I don't have one yet, but I would definitely. <laughs> what a theme song I actually recorded. So that's for this show. And then I did the theme song for Embracing Your Love Marks with Dorian. Like we did that. And I kind of sung background on that. So I love doing singing for fun. So I probably would choose that one because my dancing is not that great. Um, but if I could dance with Michael Jackson or Janet Jackson, shoot, if they could teach me and I could figure out the eight count, I would definitely want to dance with one of them. Period. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> now the next one we have is traveling to your favorite city for a day and not being able to record the experience or watching someone you love go to their favorite city and you record it for them? I would say my, my favorite city for a year, even if I don't record it, because 
you have it in your memories. So I'm good with that um, because I like to experience um, some of my bucket list, bucket list cities. And if I don't get a chance to record it, I'm okay with it because it's stuck in my memory and I experienced it. I, and that's a hard one for me. I, I think I'm kind of stuck in between both choices. Um, the reason being is like, I feel like for someone else, for me to allow them to have a good time and then I can record it for them. I feel like I'm still experiencing it somewhat through the lens, if you quote unquote. And so that's kind of how I looked at it originally. But then there's a part of me of like, I hate, you know, sometimes when I'm going to concerts and then everyone has a phone up the entire time, I feel like you miss that live experience. Now, one of my favorite artists, Tori Kelly, when I saw her, um, I was so sick the first time I saw her in Arkansas. I, I mean, I was that was the sickest I had been in a while. And I don't know what happened. It was food poison or anything. So the second time, I'm like, I'm recording every moment. So <laughs> I, I didn't enjoy it the way I wanted to. But trust me, I didn't miss anything <laughs> that she sung. I'm like, you know what? And I still have it on my old phone. I'm like, I will never lose this video because this was such a great experience for me. So that makes sense. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a hard. That was a hard question. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Mm hmm. Now, what about this being famous and poor or rich without fame? I'll say this one more time. Okay, so the, the question was being famous and poor or rich without fame? Okay, yeah, definitely rich without fame. Yep, because um, it's okay to be famous, but if you, if, and everyone knows your name, but if you're not able to live that lifestyle and have a nice life, uh, that famousness does not even count to nothing. But if you're able to be rich and not famous, that's good. I like it. <laughs> I think I like that one too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So this one, it might be hard for you, but I think I know where you're going to go in this, but I'm going to see if I'm right or wrong. Being honest versus holding back your feelings. Ooh, uh, let me think of situation. Let's see. Now, that's I got. I'm, I'm, I'm probably torn on that as well because being honest sometimes um, is a good thing, but there's a such thing as somewhat transparency <laughs> um, to to avoid other things. So um, holding back your feelings sometimes you have to in order to because your feelings might cloud what the real situation may be. So. Ah, that's that's a that's a tough one for me. Yeah, it's a tough one. <laughs> that's that's tough for me too. I think being honest would be the one I would choose. I have to be careful, like in my career, because I know I can be very blunt, and I'm like, I have to be careful how blunt I am at times. Exactly, exactly, right. <laughs> but I feel like I could still be honest and respectful and assertive without being rude. And I feel like if I'm holding back my feelings, and someone really needs me to be honest with them, to support them, or to challenge them and I'm telling them everything's good and it's not, that's like me providing lip service for them and I just don't believe in that. So I think if I had to choose, it would definitely be being honest, but also to a degree of how I word things and then also checking in with that person to make sure that they were able to receive it in the right way, I guess. I like that, I like that. So you could be brutally honest with me, right? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, because I, I do have the real honest, you know, brutal honest sometimes. and. I, my friends always say, well, man, well, you, you could have said it a little differently or you could have did it a different way. I'm like, yeah, but I just want to be on my way of honesty. Sometimes it's not good. 
Uh, yeah, I, I always say everyone's going to interpret things different ways and we have to be ourselves, but we also just have to just still be respectful. And I think you're right. You can still speak your mind and still be respectful for sure. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now this is a hard one. Never getting rejected again or never failing again. I would say rejection is okay with me because when I hear no's, it makes me work even harder. Um, but Fail, yeah, failure, well, that's, that go hand in hand because uh, sometimes with failures, you learn a lot. Hmm. So I would say, ugh, that's a good one. <laughs> All right, I stumped Right, you right, I'm cool <laughs> on that. Oh, wow. Um, because I don't, I don't mind failures either because failures, you learn so much. For, for what you failed on to improve yourself. Um, so I would say, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I would have to say both. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So for me, I would probably choose never getting rejected again um, because I feel like that would be hard. I think like it depends on where, where is the rejection coming from? And so I think right, with just right. a lot of traumas I've experienced, I think that form of rejection for specific people will be just too much at times to handle. And then I think it could lead people into feeling like they failed if they're not able to manage that. But I think like that would be just too difficult, especially when it's someone that you really are close to and they're constantly rejecting you in different ways. Uh, gotcha, gotcha, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's the one I would choose, but that's still hard. I mean, it can be very similar, but... Um, but yeah, I think the rejection I don't like. Too exactly. much, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, me being a music artist and an arts entertainment, I get a lot of rejection all the time. Uh, so I'm kind of numb to it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So I got one more for you, the last one. And so this is sure. consistency versus relevance. Um, I'm going to say consistency. I like, it's hard to get consistency in this society that we live in. Um, Consistency shows, you know, love, it shows importance, it shows your, um, your whole existence of being remembered and legacy. Uh, So yeah, I would say So, Timmy, as you say, consistency is the one you would have chosen. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. You say consistency is the one that you chose, correct? Yes, consistency is the way I chose because when something's consistent, you really learn what it is. If it's not consistent, you're always guessing, never learning. I agree with that. I, I feel like so Timmy has made a really good point, you guys. You know, consistency is important. And I think as a music artist, you know, creating consistent music, getting, you know, out there, promoting yourself. Um, so Timmy is doing this right now, of course, being able to work on his career and being able to kind of make connections with others. I think all of those things are amazing. 
Thank you. <laughs> so excited for you. So I do want you, if you can kind of plug something before we end, do you mind letting our listeners know, like, where can they find you online? And then also tell people what's next for you that you can share with us. Sure. Well, online presence is all, everything is under Septimius the Great. Um, there's only one, I trademarked that name. Uh, so if you Google Septimius the Great, I pop up, even if it's, if you get the spelling wrong, and sometimes people do, under Septimius the Great, <laughs> I still pop up. <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm Septimius the Great on Instagram, TikTok, um, Facebook, every, all social medias, um, Spotify, uh, Apple Music, everything is under Septimius the Great. And if you follow me or send me a message or DM, I always respond and I always um, follow back. And then on top of that, coming up is so much going on. Like I know like next week I'm doing LA Fashion Week as my first performance now that I moved to Los Angeles. Um, so I'm asking about my first uh, performance here. Um, then on top of that, I'm releasing a, uh, a couple of new singles. Um, in the next one is going to be in March, which is this month, and one is going to be in April. And then it's going to lead up to my album release, which is Septimius 2.0 this summer. Um, so I'm really excited about that. But on top of that, I crossed over into acting, which I have four films coming out in 2023. Um, but that's going to be on Amazon Prime and Apple Music as well as Apple Music, <laughs> Apple TV, Amazon Prime, and Netflix. So definitely look out for that. Uh, my actor name is also Septimius the Great. So you know, you if you do one, you you find me on all all aspects. If just Google me, I'll get you. You'll find me. <laughs> I love that. Um, I'm gonna use that Tiana Taylor reference. Google me. That was a really good song. I love that song. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, exactly, yeah. Well, I'm just so excited. First of all, thank you for giving your time to be on the show. And I do want to have you back in the future if you would ever be interested in being on Embracing Your Love Marks um, to kind of talk more in depth with myself and, and my co-host Dorian Lake. Or if you want to perform some of your music live on Space Between, we'll definitely kind of sit out and talk about like what's the next best um, spot that you want to share. But I'm excited. Oh, let's do it. That's, yeah, I, lo I love all of those aspects. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Yes, thank you. Th thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. I love to actually talk about my brand um, and, and, and what I've created over, over the last 12 years, and I'm really excited about it. Well, I'm excited for you, and like I said, this has been such a great opportunity getting to know you more, and just I will be rooting for you, supporting. Can't wait for the music to come out, so just let me know when it's ready to come out so I can definitely share it. Okay, will do. You, you'll be the first. <laughs> I love it. See, you guys, I got the exclusive. I told you. <laughs> I, I got, I got we, 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 we text buddies now, so we got each other's number. <laughs> Absolutely. I'd be like, okay, I'm only one call away or one text, right? <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> and let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. Well, you get back to, I know you got a lot going on today, but thank you again for your time. And I just look forward to having you back soon. Thank you so much, Jarrell, and looking forward to it. All right. Talk to you later. You too. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye-bye.